0: Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking. Or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress,
1: welcome to The Drummer and the Great Mountain love of learning. Our topic today on the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome once again to our hunter type community and our audio living room. How are you on a beautiful Saturday morning from Southern California? Good morning, Michael. Good morning. So regaining the love of learning. This is this is such. I say it every week. I know, but I love it. I love every topic. What can I say? I'm not. I can't. I can't lie. I love every topic. I really like this because I'm going through this right now. Um, you know it as, as my friend. Um, we've been talking. This is this is tough. And I think for a hunter type, there are factors. Um, and I'd love to hear what you have to say today. And we'll I'm sure discuss it as we always do on the fly. You know what factors are you know what what are the obstacles of regaining that love of learning especially when you have to learn something and what are the factors that kind of what are the challenges that that presents from being a hunter type and maybe separating this is what i'm curious about of separating hey i'm having a challenge here not maybe separating what is a hunter type challenge as opposed to what i honestly think which is oh my god i'm old <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um because I feel like that has that has something to do with it and lifestyle and where you are in life. So so let's get yeah. let's get right into it. What uh what's kind of active for you with this topic? What what made you think of this topic for us to discuss today when it comes to hunter types?
0: You know what? well I actually what spawned it was I was I saw um a talk by uh, a guy named Josh Kaufman who wrote a book called The First 20 Hours How to Learn Anything Fast. Mm. And I was like it was interesting and I thought okay it might be kind of surface sometimes I'll go through and see self-help stuff and I'm like I don't know it's a little simplifi- simplified but primarily what he was going for was um uh And I I think where I want to steer the conversation because there's so many aspects of learning, but I think specifically to the points that we make on the podcast, how do you learn things that are most important to you? Not necessarily for work, not necessarily for school, but like moving you in the direction of achieving the goals you want to achieve. And so I think that's um I think that's the area that I know the most about, I okay. must say. Uh and so uh that's when I saw that I'm like, no, this is a good topic and it's something I've mentioned about in the book and I think it's it's more along the lines of like what how do you to if you have a passion or something you're you're passionate about, I know for you you've had, you know, with violin and with things that you've done with even coding and having your business and, and all the things that are alive you know, that you've learned in the past, Mm -hmm. like, how do we learn? Like, what do we create? A lot of times people will have goals and they won't uh, move towards them or they feel like, oh, I'll never get from here to there. So why bother? And there's all these things between here and there that they need to learn. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's sort of the context. And I think that's coming into like what happens um, when we're born we have this wonder and awe for learning it's just natural it's this passion for like the world is incredible and we just have to learn everything about it and at some point and then unfortunately and this is what we were talking about before the podcast are the school systems the testing Mm -hmm. it just kills
1: kills the the joy
0: the beauty of like of course. the wonder of learning about the world. And so it turns into a task and then we think, oh, well, the library is associated with, you know, that's what I where I went to study and, and it, and it kills it. And, and yet I, I can attest as, as a hunter type that, I can't help but learn. It's like that's mm. the addiction that I have. I love learning and especially when it comes to something that I'm really passionate about. I I just – I can't stop myself. But I do feel like it's a little bit because I did take a slightly different direction. I did I did like three months of, of college and I just – I can't I can't do this. <laughs> it's not, ever, not for me and I do think looking back and also seeing my dad having a similar pattern and then going off and doing his own thing um, – he still has it mm. to the, i mean he's 74 or something like that and he's just he continually devours learning about wow. you know he's working on woodcraft and it's just it's a passion and i think it's finding the way back to that cuz mm. it's a natural form and i think with hunter types and these this thing with dopamine and and our ability to hyperfocus um it, it's something that we need to regain and how we get there is the trick the 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 trick and the the journey that uh hopefully we'll cover a little bit today. So that's kind of the perspective I'm coming from. You would think learning.
1: Yeah, you would think I mean we've kind of gone through this in several ways, but you know, hearing you talk, I mean you would think from the outside. I guess I'm gonna step into the body of a non-Hunter type that maybe knows hunter types. You would think if someone told you you have this superpower this is what I've called the hunter type um, hyperfocus ability. Yeah. Um, you would think that say, "Hey, you have the superpower." I don't know what your issue is, your challenges is in learning, but it comes down to the fact that you, you have to work on the wiring because that's also the challenge too. Is that learning something and um, in, and in, in in any point of life. Involves commitment, and it's about being the long-distance runner. This is what a friend once said, is that yeah. hunter types are really good at being sprinters, the non-transform. Our wiring yeah. is made for sprinting, going for the hunts having yeah. the food coming back to the cave learning the art I mean there's an art to learning there's an art to it is about the longevity. so I think that that may be where you know some of the challenges some of the challenges lie. so um, so, so get us into it Tell us about you know how at any stage in life um, I mean I have my input on where that I think that affects us as far as yeah. stages in life um, but but tell me how hunter type goes about this, especially in like self-learning.
0: Well, you just nailed it. I think it's sprinting. I mean, that's how Mm. I work. I mean, Ah. I definitely work in sprints. So um, I think when we try to force ourselves in the box of, okay, I need to like, it's got to look this way. Mm. Like I need to learn X, Y, and Z. And see, this is where we get into the realm of. A structure that we or may not may or may not have created that we're now involved in, i.e. a job or school, where we're like, okay, I have to do this. So that it's no longer like the joy of learning. It's now I have to learn this. And and this is where I, I mean, one of the biggest reasons why I wrote the book and we're doing this podcast is to catch people perhaps during those times of transition, either going into school or going into a new job where you can have a breath and go, okay, wait a minute. Before going into this next phase of life, take a breath and go like, what is it that I really want? Because if you can, if you can have a little bit of spaciousness around the structure uh, in terms of business choices, work choices, school choices, then when you're inside of it, there's a little more life because you're like, this is what I want to be doing. I kind of keep reminding myself, this is the goal. This is the direction I want to learn. And then you have context for the learning. So I think one of the first things to cover here is when, when learning, uh, you know, connect in with what is, why are you doing it in the first place? What is the the motivation for it? For me, like when <clears throat> I hated accounting in school, I hated it. It was like one of those boring, like I, I, I just had nothing to do but when i started my company i needed to learn accounting and then it became this like play thing i'm like oh, okay cool i need to learn this i get to learn how to use excel and it was a whole different experience and yet i can sit next to someone that went through an accounting uh you, you know two or three you know math you know classes in accounting and sit easily next to them and i can do probably everything that they do because i've had to apply it and i think one of the first things that I think is important to for hunter types especially is we tend to be autodidactic, which is self learners, and we learn through doing. And I think when you're in a position where you have to learn something, uh, remember that. So if you if you don't do well sitting and just reading through a book, then like okay, is there like an audio book of this? Is there a way that I can tell myself here's what I'm going to do when I've learned a sufficient amount about this. Apply it to something outside of it. Otherwise, it's sort of just this abstract, non-engaging, non-stimulating task. And then it's really hard to stay motivated. So that's interesting
1: to what you're saying, if I may. So the wiring here, you're saying actually, what you said in the beginning here is, is interesting to me and I made a note of it. You're saying you, for you, and, and we've said every, even between hunter types, we're all different. Yeah, all for different. you, you don't go away from the wiring in this quote unquote learning something new or, or learning a task or whatever it may be. You actually work in sprints. So you don't go away yeah. from the wiring of what we say is sometimes a downfall of hunter types, which is we <clears> can only work in sprints. For you, it's worked to actually apply it all and learn it all in these short short periods. Is that is that what I'm hearing?
0: Yeah. And I have to. So like I've worked in the media since I, you know, media and tech since 92. So 3d animation first, then the internet, you know, and so it's constantly changing. And you know, what I found out early on is there's no way you can actually even go to school and be up to date, because it's constantly evolving and changing. So you have to learn how to learn. That's part like, so every single new product, I still do media work, I still do tech work. Um, along with this work, and you you have to keep learning. It's just part of the 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 nature of this field. And so I think because of that, it, there's there, I'm, I'm engaged enough that it's like I've chosen. I, I enjoy working in the media, so it's constantly something that I'm interested in. So that one initial choice helps. And then the learning then becomes I just need to know, Okay, what do I need? How do I get from here to there? I know if I've got like a project coming up where I have to learn like a certain coding language or like I don't need to learn everything about it. I need to learn this little snippet. I need to learn this one thing because I know that's going to have to affect what I'm doing over here. What's what's the end product? And so, because I've gone through that cycle so many times in my life, including writing the book, including like there's so many things that had to be learned in the process of it. But over time, because I was engaged and because I didn't try to take up take in every single piece of it, I just said, What are the, the key pieces that I need to learn? Over time, it becomes like shorthand. I'm like, Okay, here's the end result. Work backwards from it. What are the things that I need to learn, and then let go of the rest. Like there's, you'll never, you'll never learn everything about a specific topic, so don't even try. Just pick out the things that you really need, and then over time, as you keep doing, if you keep engaging in a certain topic, you'll you'll build out your knowledge. But you don't necessarily have to learn everything about that topic in order to become proficient at a specific piece of it.
1: Well, that's what you mentioned before, though, and it's in the book too, right? The the hunter type perfectionism. Uh, yes. uh, um I keep mentioning the word downfall. I want to avoid that, but the, but uh, the the tendency of hunter types to be so so much into perfectionism and that they they shoot themselves. We shoot ourselves in the foot, and it yes. sounds like the the energy of what you're saying here, when in, in the category of learning, is exactly that is. I loved what you said. You've learned a reader's digest way to the craft of learning. You've <laughs> you've got a shorthand true. to the craft of learning, and I think that's why it's hard for hunter types, or we all struggle with, is that I think you you said it. We feel like no. If I'm going to learn X, I need to know the ins, the outs, the how it works, what'll happen oh. if I do this, what, and then that actually frustrates us and then we do the classic hunter type thing and we don't finish Definitely. whereas so it sounds like what you're saying is you need to transform your definition of what it is to say you've finished learning something for right. a hunter type specifically is that become
0: right goal, yeah become goal oriented like get work from the end work for i remember this was like something that really stuck out in uh, when I first started reading a lot of the self-help stuff, and I, I think it was uh, Deepak Chopra was saying, you know, start from the end result and work backwards, and that really stuck with me, and it's really helped me. And I think you know some of the other tools that I use in relation to that is like mind mapping, which I will we've mentioned it before in one of the podcasts. We'll do a whole show on it. It really helps because I'll sit down if I'm starting a new project or I'm working with a client uh, where it's in like media development or if it's a media project like the book or anything else that we're working on, I'll sit down and do a mind map of the whole thing and just kind of map out what does it look like? And uh, for me, even with the book, I designed the cover of the book before I started on the book or mm. within like when I did the map of the book, I pretty much, I got, I, the cover was done very early on because I needed that tangible. Mm-hmm. Here's what it's going to look like at the end. And I started to actually format it and print it out. And I must have like, Forty copies of that book that I you know I get to a certain place and then you feel it and then it's tangible and I knew it was very conscious and it was what I needed to do psychologically to stay motivated because it was such a hunter so uh, such a farmer task to yes. sit down every day, go to the library i mean that's why you know I'm speaking as someone who's done the things in the book I am not espousing things like you're hearing this podcast, you're reading this book because I went through and did these things mm-hmm. and I practiced them. Mm-hmm. And so, what I would say is become goal oriented, work, for, try to trim out the things that you don't need to do. I mean, think about making a movie. Like, if you, whatever your project is, whatever you want to do for yourself or with your work. Break it up into smaller projects and see if you just think of it as like making a like a short movie or a movie and go here's the end result, what it needs to happen, what who are the, what are the actors I need to hire, what does the story look like, you know, compartmentalize it and work backwards, and then you don't have to think about every single aspect of whatever it is that you need to learn. You need to say like I need to learn X. Like I can't teach a full class on accounting, but I know how to use accounting for what I need to function and at the end of the year, you know, get my taxes and all that. So it's not necessarily about learning every single aspect of it. And I think just your reflection of that is a good reminder because I think we're taught early in our schooling that we need to learn every single aspect of a certain topic. And I think that for for most of us hunter types, we need to throw that out because I think that's something that actually pull, keeps us back.
1: Well, I think... Th- Why not? Why wouldn't it be that way? Because again, we don't want to put everything in a box, but again, we said the things that we've mentioned in the year change, year and a half now, we've been doing this podcast and and reviewing the book, that a lot of the stuff we say applies to what we know in our surroundings, in our community and ourselves. So, you know, and what I mean by that is, as I was hearing you say, you know, how we are taught. How to learn? How we're told how to learn in growing up. Look, again, for the most part, I'm not saying there's not exceptions, but I would say it's you're hard pressed to find a hunter type that is a surgeon. And maybe there's that one rare one out there. But you know, if you're studying to be a surgeon, someone who is working on people's bodies,
0: yeah. yes,
1: you need to learn the ins, the outs, the ten scenarios that could happen if sure. you do this, the ten. Sen- but that's why, again – and this is me just throwing it out there. I'm one one man. I'm not – yeah. I don't know everything. But look, I, I, I would say, say maybe eight, maybe nine out of ten surgeons are probably farmer types. That's why sure. they go towards that. And that's why whenever we talk about hunter types, we're talking about more the artistic person, the more free-spirited person. And so you have to realize your wiring and who you are and that you can't – and I remember – this brought up something very interesting for me because i remember growing up now and i'm just reflecting on it now especially in high school and college i'd be kind of jealous um of my friends who it was obvious to me. i didn't know this concept then hey i'm a hunter type they're a farmer type i didn't know that stuff but i remember being jealous of the way they learned i remember being oh. jealous of like how dedicated it be to to something, especially in college? Like how someone would learn the ins and the outs of um, a course we were in, especially when it was came to computer programming, and then, sure. um, and especially in some of the science classes. And I just found that I couldn't do that, and I didn't know why at the time. You know, I just I didn't know mm. why. Now I know why. In fact, I'll never forget. I may have told the story way long ago, but it's worth saying again. Now, we were in the study lounge at uh, at Villanova University. The national champions of college basketball by the way thank you very much um we, it was sophomore year and we were in the study lounge and i was a sophomore and there was uh in our in our in our dorm uh building there was a mix of freshmen sophomores and, and the juniors the people that me and my friends bonded with were the freshmen we were kind of a little family we always hung out and uh And I'll never forget this one freshman who was super smart. You could just tell he was just a super smart kid. And you could just tell he came from the background of like he went to prep school. He everything, you know, he always wore like really nice clothes. He was always just really on it. To me, to me, Matt was just like always on it. I don't know how to describe it. One of these guys you meet, you just feel like, wow, Mm. this kid's got it. Whatever it is, this kid's got it. But he yes. was also super humble, even though he was super smart and kind of had his whole act together. I think he was studying actually um, to be a doctor. I'll never mm-hmm. forget what he said one day. Um, it was it was finals time uh, in the second semester, I think it was. And it's like 2 in the morning and we had all been studying in there. Um I didn't even realize it and he came to me in in my dorm room and he – and the door was open because I was getting a cup of coffee. Of course, what else are you going to do at 2 in the morning when you're in college and learning? Um, And I'll never forget what he said. He goes, man, he goes, do you even realize how many times you have been in and out of that study lounge? I I said, what are you talking about? He goes, dude – We've been in there since 10 o'clock. Most of us have been sitting in there since 10 o'clock. I took one pee break, maybe. He goes, I'm just curious, what are you coming in here for? <laughs> he goes, You've been in and I." He goes, I started counting because I've noticed this with you. You've been in and out of there like 10 to 12 times. He goes, Do you, what are you? And I, you know what? I could remember at the time, like, that's a good question. What do I keep getting up for? Well, it's that antsiness. Now I know. It's that antsiness yeah. of being a hunter type right. and just needing. That distraction because I have to bury my head in this biology book and learn the right. ins and outs. Anyways, I digress as I always do, but yeah, I, just, I just had to reflect. It. I think that's it. There's your farmer type learning. Matt yeah. was in there since 10 o'clock till 2. He took one break in four hours. Unbeknownst yeah. to me, unconsciously – and of course, this is the untapped – um, hunter sure. type. This is the untransformed hunter type.
0: Sure.
1: You know, I I, w- I went in and out of that room ten and twelve times, and I couldn't even tell you why. Well, now I know why. I just needed to get away. I needed to. But but that's because I hadn't learned at the time what the best way for me is to learn. Now looking back, if I had to go back in time, knowing what I know now, now yeah. I know that I will. I should sit down for forty five minutes, have a goal of what it is I want to learn in that there biology topic. Right. And then actually do take a break. Go go do something. Right. But but I was doing it unconscious then, so there was no format to it.
0: You know what? So that's that's perfect because, and I think what you know, this that's a good segue into just opening up ways, uh, just opening up the perspective on ways to learn. Because I think you nailed, it. and you could have gone to like Montessori or some other like progressive school, and it would have been normal to have. You know, movement and tactile learning, and like you would, you could have gotten at an earlier age uh, a perspective on. There's no problem with that. So I, I think that's one of the things that you know we could go on, on a whole mm-hmm. tangent just that's about like topic. how sure. how yeah. We talked a little bit about that on uh, the podcast with um, with Tina. Yes, guiding, guiding bright. We discussed that. Yes. Yes. But let's so let's talk about this. Yeah. I think one of the things that we get into Hunter types get into again because we live in somewhat of a, a farmer world, as Tom Hartman says, like hundred types in a farmer's world. Uh, you know, we 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 think, oh, we're different and we should be doing it this way when it's not true. We're brilliant people and we just need to be learning. But but it, it's up to us to figure out how we need to learn. Mm-hmm. And so um just to open up the box a little bit, so whether you're, you know, college student or you're going, or you're you're in your 50s and you want to learn some new skills or learn a new language, um, I think the first thing is just let's look at some of the ways you can learn. Uh, one is a lot of us are audio; we like we take in a lot through listening, and I'm very much like that. I can sit and listen to an audiobook for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and, hours and no problem, and my retention's very high. Uh, so if that's the case, then audiobooks. you know, if if it's the difference between reading a book or finding an audio version of, and again, depending on whether it's school where you have textbooks and tests or you're actually, but a lot of us are not in school anymore. And so like we can like learn a topic through listening to it. So that, you know, go to audible, you know, find those sources of audio learning that you can find to learn a specific topic. Uh, a lot of us are visual. Honestly, I learn mm. volumes from YouTube. And I know, you know, me. I mean, we talked about this before the podcast. Yeah. This is we're different on this. Yeah. But for me, like to going back to earlier, like if I'm working on, even now, I'm working on the courseware for for the book and some of the things that we talk about on the podcast. And so the tech pieces, like YouTube's great at that. I can sit down and go, okay, I need to find this, da, da, da. and for me, that's really easy to like pick out the little nuggets that I need, and I can take it in even quicker sometimes than even listening to an audiobook, depending on what it is. So visual, visual learning, and I think that starts to get into like um, looking at what it used to be mentoring, where you're looking over someone's shoulder. who's doing something that you want to learn and you can just do that. There's a voyeur aspect of it and it's helpful depending on what you want to learn. That's how Uh, I
1: best learn. I'll I'll be honest with you. And I, and I do that at work too. You know, I, I tell someone, you know, who wants, and we've talked about this before, right? That, um, we live in an age where people are, you know, hip chatting or Slack messaging you stuff, especially in the workplace. And, and you know when I ask a colleague a question, what I expect—and I'm not saying this from an ego standpoint—I'm just saying—in back in the day, back in my day, yeah, right. What I would expect is, oh, cool, yeah, let's schedule a thing. And now people like just send you code over an instant message and like here. i like, no, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, time exactly. out, time out. Can I come over? I appreciate the snippet of code you sent but can you tell me why this works and how it works now that's a challenge for hunter types I'm gonna be honest with you because we don't live in an age unfortunately the young fortunate or unfortunately depending on how you look at it this generation that's coming up now and graduating college and, and getting into the workplace they expect this is how they learned and this is how they like gain knowledge I like to know the why. And the how sure. before I, I apply that. The only other thing I wanted to mention was on the YouTube thing since you brought it up. Yeah, this is – you and I have had friendly debates about this. I I think it depends. I think this is also – this could be a whole other show obviously. But I think it depends on where you are on your, on your transformational process as a hunter type. Yeah. We know that there's ups and downs. I am very much in a down period um, of my transformation process. I I had the whole act together uh, for about a year and a half, maybe two years almost. Then things happened in life uh, that were out of my control and got me out of my workout routine and it's been five months and I'm having struggles with getting back to my eating and workout routine. I'll get there. But I think it's because of that that at the same time, I am, as you know, trying to uh, learn some new things. In in my in my computer world, and and I feel like you know after twenty five having programmed since I was twelve years old, that I'm behind technology. And you and I have talked about this. And in my efforts to get back to what are these young people learning these days? What is this mobile programming that's so hot right now? You know, and stuff like that. I can't do YouTube. I can't. It's too distracting for me. To me, it feeds the the negative side of being a hunter type because to me, there's not a whole bunch of things there. Now, it depends on what you're trying to learn. If you're trying to learn a whole new coding platform, in my opinion, for my type of hunter type, who's maybe not in the greatest place in my exercise and diet routine, I am just too distracted. So yeah. I can't do it. Now if you want to pick up pick up a, just a little small nugget, that's different. Yeah. And it's funny for me, I'm in a place where I'm almost like, gosh, you know what I need? I need to go back to school. Yeah. <laughs> not not that I have the sure. time or the money with the family to do that, but I feel like I need that structure. I actually like am yearning for that structure right now. But that's just where I am in, in my life. But this is why you've mentioned it a few times. You have to know how it is best you learn and what it is that you're passionate about. And those two things together are what are going to kind of help you get to the end line.
0: You know, and that's the, that's the other side of it is that when you don't have a clear – like the smaller goals mapped out where you know like I'm going to create this or I need to learn this. And 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 again, and we've talked about this too. It's like the best thing that I – in terms of learning something new and like let's use, use your example is, OK, I don't need to learn the whole thing. I, and it may be like take a course, like go to a physical course, try like an online course, see if that works. But and again, each person's going to be different. But um, always come back to what is something that I can apply this to in the like what's a small project that I know I can create mm-hmm. that I'll know that I learned X, Y, and Z because you won't be able to learn every single. Especially like programming languages are just immense and dense and have so many. Like there's no way you could learn it in like three years. Right. Well, thoroughly, And so I think not setting yourself up for, um, for failure, but like, okay, what are, the, what are the key pieces that I need to learn? And again, uh, this is where it gets tricky. And it, but I think each – how you can discern whether or not the, the method is working is whether or not you're feeling engaged, whether or not you're, you feel like you're making progress. If you're not, take a step back. What's another form? Instead of going too deep into something that's not working.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Well, there's that. That's the awareness piece, right? If you're if you're self-aware, if you're working on that piece of being a hunter type, um, you'll pull out before you get so frustrated you just throw the baby out with the bathwater, as they say. Which I never really like that statement because I don't think <laughs> throwing babies is a good thing. <laughs> I don't think it's but a good. Idea. I don't know why that. Yeah. Anyway, so so tell me now. In well, time, actually, let yeah, me make one
0: ahead. other point here sure. on this because I think it's like going into like one of the last pieces around one of the things that you. That ways that hunter types learn is mm-hmm. is uh, mentoring, and you know this is an ancient form of learning that is very uh, deeply wired into us. Which is, and I think really with for hunter types, creative types, and you see it a lot in the jazz tradition. There was a very deep, powerful sense of mentoring. It was built into kind of the the structure of of the music. And, uh, so many of us, that's how we learn best. And so finding someone that does what you want to do, uh, well, where you can sit and you can talk with them, you can ask questions, you can email back and forth, or you can have some kind of engagement with it. And again, you know, online is helpful. There's a lot of ways that you can find people or connect with people in ways that you could never do in the past. But if that's your method, then, you know, doing that, finding groups in the area, finding like a meetup, like having some way to engage with with what you're learning. So you're not on your own doing it. And I think hundred types, most of us like to be engaged in some way, shape or form. Um, I would say probably very few of us that, I mean, just based on the cross section of people that listen to this podcast or have read the book or emailed me or I've coached, um, we tend not to just sit and read all day. Like I think that's pretty pretty apparent. So I think you know if that's what, if you need engagement with other people, then make that the focus of the learning. You, you it's wide open. You don't have to, like, especially if you're out of school. And there's so many options even within the school system and learning, especially when you get into college. But find the method that works for you. Try it out. Plug in a few different methods that seem to work best, and and then you know work backwards from from clear. Goals that you'd think of as like a specific project, and then try to move yourself back so that you have—it's not a giant thing that you're learning. It's I'm going to do this one thing with this knowledge, and then I'll know that I've gotten to a certain point.
1: So that's your plan there. There's your plan of how to approach what it is you're going to learn. Now let's talk about the vehicle in wrapping up to get there, which is that all uh, touchy subject with all this hunter types. Uh, this, the SD word self-discipline I mean this is what we're talking about let's not yeah. uh, we we can't put a veil around it we this is yeah. a difficult thing for hunter types yeah. so in this capacity we've talked about this in so many different ways on the podcast and of course you you uh, the whole book is really about this is about yeah. m- working with the wiring so that you are more self-disciplined but when it comes to regaining that love for learning our topic, Give us yeah. some give us some ways of creating self-discipline for the hunter type in, in this path of learning something new.
0: You know what? I'm going to throw this question back out to you. Sure. Which is that you're one of the best violinists I've
1: ever performed <laughs> with.
0: How did you create the self-discipline to learn violin? Well,
1: first of all, I want to know what you're drinking that gave you that delusion. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> um well, no, but I'm being honest there. I'm being a little self-deprecating because this is what you said is exactly the issue. I don't see my. A lot of people say that, and I'm not. I'm not being sarcastically humble. I don't see myself as that because there was just yeah. I, there was so much lacking when I, when I, um, as I was growing up and being classically trained and learning Mozart and you know being. I went to a private conservatory. Long story short, I don't feel like I did that because I feel like if I wasn't a hunter type, I probably would have been a symphony violinist by now. But I just didn't have the discipline in practicing. All yeah. of that self-deprecation aside, if you're asking from your viewpoint where how I am where I am today with, with the violin,
0: yeah,
1: um, you nailed it. You nailed it before. You've said it so many times. I'll give you just a quick story because I think it's important. It's about finding that vehicle for passion. So yeah. when I was 18 years old, I met my today – to, to this day, my best friend in college, piano player in college, I had put the violin aside. I was done with it. Why? Because it's college. You know, There's partying happening. There's definitely no discipline. I went and put the violin back at home because I wasn't in a conservatory anymore. I was honestly over Mozart and Beethoven and learning sure. recital pieces. I was done. I was done. I was like, "All hey. right, uh, it was a good one. I, was, I did it since I was four years old. So it was a good 14-year run. It is sure. what it is. Let's move on. The key, that spark that happened mm. that is the person that you now know me as today on the violin is because Chris sparked this passion for, oh my God, you mean I can play stuff other than Mozart? He first taught me an Eric Clapton song. He's like, let's do an instrumental version of um, You Look Wonderful Tonight. I was hooked. I was hooked. I had no idea because there was no concept in the conservatory world. I mean, back then doing covers you know, was, was yeah. not... A, That was it. We joined band after band after band after band. And then the passion of being in those bands, I was actually back to practicing. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, Uh I got to learn this thing. We're going into the studio. And then becoming a professional musician, forget about it. Of course you're going to have a passion for it. I got to get ready for the studio. I got to get ready. I got to learn this new song, especially when you start getting hired, for that. So there was the bands I was with, but then there was a small period in my life when I was a full-time musician where I would get hired for studio sessions or I get hired for just going doing one gig. Well if you're gonna do that with a band you've never played with before, they give you these things called charts. And there was that magic motivation like I don't want to screw this up and put the time into it. And it gets into something else that I think may summarize. And this is just me. So you asked me what my experience has been. Yeah. I, I don't know why there's a whole book on it because by now people have blogged about it and I have hear every musician talking about it. I, I I don't know what the methodology is to get there. But it's I, I believe it's a book that was, and I don't know who it's written by, but I've heard this over and over for 20, 15 years now. 10,000 10, yeah. hours to become an expert in anything. Something like that. I don't know what the actual name yes. of the book is. Yeah. I can tell you that once that passion Okay, once that passion hit of, oh my god, I'm a touring musician, oh my god, I'm being asked to drive to LA and go to Jim Henson Studios where U2 recorded their album and where Tupac recorded California and I'm going to be doing three songs in there that I'm getting paid money for and I was given the charts for. Well, there's motivation right uh and secondly there's where your 10,000 hours comes in right cuz you've now found right. something passionate but you're not counting the 10,000 hours right? right it's the passion that drives you towards that goal everything you just mentioned so far on the podcast and bam there you go and that's to me that's been my experience is you have to find the passion you do
0: that that see there you go and so that's it that's to me like that's the whole point of like when people read the book and they go through the they're, they're they, when they read through the book and they see like I put the life visioning stuff right at the beginning because if you don't have that down, nothing has context. But as soon as you have that, everything comes into context. And 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 the journey is keeping the spark alive. I mean, mm-hmm. that is that's the, the for us hunter types over everything else. That's a spark, the baby. prime goal because it'll it'll keep you energized motivated you won't get depressed you feel like a sense of of purpose and and then everything else around it and like you got even if it's not your primary thing you got to stay close to it Mm. because that's where the juice is at and then other things come from there and then and then the other stuff's maintenance you know there's that sense of like that life is a lot about rowing you're just in the boat and you're rowing and you're moving forward and and that's part of life and there's no way around it but if you keep enough of the juice So I would say, you know, with creative discipline, creating a self-discipline. I mean, as if you think back, I mean, I know for me, uh, as much as I wanted to write the book, as much as I've wanted to do so many of the creative projects that I've I've worked on, there's there's a discipline. There there is a sense of like, okay, I know if I don't exercise this week, I'm going to feel fuzzy and I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do. I mean, that was always that was the first motivation for me changing diet, health, all those things that really do have a huge impact on your ability to create self-discipline. I'd say two is putting it, you know, repeating over and over again, every podcast, put it on the calendar. Don't rely on just a list, put it on the calendar, make a reminder to yourself, set times aside during the week that are most, uh, that you'll be most probable to do the learning that you need to learn. And Again, weave it into whatever it is that you want to do. Life coaching really helps in terms of having a a regular session with someone else to if you get off track, you can come back and go, Okay, right now this week I need to set Tuesday and Thursday. I want to spend half an hour. One of the things that was mentioned in that that book I I I referenced earlier, uh, which was the first 20 hours how to learn anything fast, Josh Kaufman, uh, half hour a day but like if even if like if it's something you need to learn like just put that much into it but most people think oh I'll never get anything done in a half an hour so why do it? it again hunter types we need to trick ourselves a little bit and go no let's try to get into a schedule with this try to find the passion of it if it feels like i have to come back to why am i doing this in the first place and then it gives you context to you know again i think how, knowing why you're doing something And continually reminding yourself of the why will give you the the juice to do whatever it is you need to do. Uh, So I'd say without going into the specifics of all the time management pieces, which people can reference from other podcasts, um, the creative discipline comes from knowing why you're doing it, putting it on your schedule, putting on reminders to yourself. If you're not doing it by yourself, schedule it with someone else. And if the form of learning – That you're attempting is not working. Try another form and keep experimenting until you find uh, some pieces. And I can tell you from my experience, my retention in learning is very high. I love learning. I'm constantly learning new things, and I love it. And I think, and I take really good notes, and I'm able to do it. And it's just over time, the practice of doing it over and over and over again, feeds me. And I think based on my experience with other people everyone can do it it's just a lot of it's letting go of habits that may not be uh, in, in thought forms that are beneficial to us as hunter types
1: the self-discipline piece always uh, I kind of said it when I preluded to to you giving us the methodologies um, it's, it's an interesting one because um, I want to bring back something I, I said earlier in, in wrapping it up for me which is Fellow hunter types, keep in mind all of what we're talking about, and 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 being the broken record I have been for a year and a half. Everything else foundational-wise on your transformational path has to be there. The meditation, the diet, the exercise. All of that has to be there, especially in this. And and the reason I say that is I am going through this right now. I am trying to learn actually two or three. New things, some of them having to do with uh, uh, music, some of them having to do with my other life in computers. Um, I started out, as Michael knows, is my friend.
0: <laughs> I started
1: Boy. out great um, over the last few months, not so good. And I am at a point of, I'm not going to say, uh, I don't want to use the word giving up, but I definitely have to be on a self-reflective pause because um, I just told Michael the other day, you know what? I know why I'm having struggle learning these things. It's because ever since the family situation happened, I have not swam a mile a day three times a week, which I did for a year and a half, which got my health in place. And I was eating small, low-carbohydrate meals about four or five times a day or eating organic, doing all that. All that that I mentioned has gone out the window since January. And I'm struggling to get back on and I will. But why I'm sharing this with you is if you are in this place that you're trying to learn something new and you're like, well, I'm following the tactics mentioned, the the strategies yeah. mentioned, boy, but I just find myself – can take a step back are you doing the other things so i feel like michael i just i would be remiss if i didn't mention that because i'm going through it right now that it's you know you can find that thing you're passionate for you can find that power of place and association like you mentioned like going to if a library is your place or being tactile or being visual with youtube you can put all that in place but if the rest of the stuff is not there you're going to struggle with all of this Yeah.
0: Yeah, and you know, and I really appreciate you sharing your journey and what you're experiencing because I think so many people go through that and they think of, and and that's usually where people just go, oh, this, forget it. And ultimately, you you have to, like, we don't change. Like the wiring doesn't change. Mm -hmm. We don't change. But I think your journey and you sharing that's so helpful because everyone goes through these cycles i've gone through these cycles especially early on where i'd be like i'm on it and then i would just be like miserable Mm. like i'm just totally (laughs) off and then slowly get back up and then fall back down again and but i can tell you like there's a stabilization that happens because like once you know once you've experienced the clarity the focus things are going well you go, oh, okay, because I know there's times where I've just hasn't haven't run in months, and then I, and then as soon as I get like back on the beach where this is like my practice is going to the beach right, my body's just like yes, and I, I you, there's that inner dialogue of not making it into this. I have to do this. It's there because it I get to do this. It's a joy to do it. Yes. I love feeling good, and part of it's accepting the fact that like you feel crappy sometimes. Yeah. and and the, like and you're gonna fall and and that's why I really love that you're sharing this because it gives people uh who I know you know message me from the podcast and say, "I'm struggling with this, and then they go back on them, just keep going, like you're gonna fall off, you're gonna get back on again, it's part of the process you gotta just keep going
1: and it's about remembering what. It felt like you know that feeling like I do. I mean it was a short four or five months ago that I was at the peak of my absolute – literally the best I've ever felt in my 41 years on this planet, a short five months ago. and The advantage here, the the light at the end of the tunnel is I know the feeling I want to get back and so that's my motivation. Uh, A really, really good one today, my friend. Um, Anything from your side in wrapping up? Uh, no, we have some good guests coming up. Yes.
0: Uh Leo Sofer, who's one of my closest friends. He's one of the most talented uh, artists I've ever so met. One, probably one of the most influential people in my life that fed a lot of the, the material that went into this book he's going to be on. He's a storyteller from England. Awesome. Um And uh, lots more to come. Would love to get your feedback on this podcast. Please share your experiences with learning. Uh, I'm actually curious to hear who – who in the audience has done well with online learning and who hasn't Uh, to get some feedback on that because we're preparing some material uh, for from the book in that form and so I would love to hear like any suggestions that you all may have. I was going
1: to say Michael you know it's been a while since we gave a, well actually on our last one we gave a homework assignment but that was going to be my only small little homework assignment. Please satisfy my curiosity and Michael's since this is where we um, kind of are different for you hunter types out there if you're in the process or when you remember a time when you were trying to uh, learn something new whether it be a topic, whether it be a discipline or a task or whatever it may be, if you could write in to us either via Facebook or emailing Michael, it almost sounds like we really need a poll, but we'll take an informal poll. Tell us what your methodologies are. What were the things that worked for you? Because I'm just curious in our community out there um, just to see what comes back. It, it very well could be that it's going to be even keel, but I'm just curious for, for the people that are so engaged with us online um, to give us their experiences.
0: That's great. You know, and I'll give you a specific directive. Why don't you go, when this gets posted to Facebook, this podcast, go to the podcast on the Facebook page. You go to that entry and uh, put it in the replies. That'll Perfect. be helpful. Then we can all look in one spot.
1: Awesome. Please keep in mind we are a small press. Help spread the word through. Social media, uh, com is where we're at. All the social links are there. We say it all the time and we'll continue to. Thank you for those of you that give us your feedback. Let us know how you're doing with the book, how you're enjoying this podcast, what's working for you, what's not working for you. It drives us. These topics now are completely driven by what Michael hears from you out there and magically every uh, podcast Michael just comes up with a topic which is kind of a summary of what he's lately heard from um what he's feeling from you out in the community and he can't do that i can't do that and we can't get creative to give you these topics without your feedback so please engage with us on Facebook Facebook engage with us on email Michael reads all your emails he sends them to me so thank you for those Remember those review sites, iTunes for the podcast, Goodreads for the book, um, and get get the word out. That's what we're trying to do: is create our community and strengthen our community to know that you, as a hunter typer, not alone. Thank you once again, uh, my friend Michael, and uh, look forward to more, especially uh, our, our upcoming guests. Um, I'm excited about the things uh, things that we have planned.
0: Fantastic! Thanks so much. Great, 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 uh, great podcast.
1: Uh, We want to hear your stories. Share them with us. Leave those reviews. And uh, remember, please, drummerandthegreatmountain.com is where you can start in spreading the word. And And as always, we say on the podcast, please take care of yourselves and your health. Be well.